Hey queens, welcome to Crown Thoughts, the podcast, a safe space for women of all kinds and for women of all walks of life to come together and chat. Crown Thoughts, the podcast is a movement of vibes, which encourages its listeners to dig deep and reflect. So with that being said, let's get into today's topic. Hey queens, welcome back to another week of Crown Thoughts, the podcast, and I have another special guest, uh, my good sister, my uh, sister friend, my big sis, <laughs> Mrs. Casey Kearns. <laughs> hey queen. Hey queen. Hey. <laughs> I'm good. How's your energy today? My energy is great. Um, first of all, thank you for the invite. Thank you for reaching out. And thank you for allowing me to leverage your platform and yes. use my voice. So thank you. Yes. Um, energy. Energy is great. Energy is great. I have been very intentional about how I invest in my energy, what mm. I spend my energy on, um, and how I pour back into myself. So mm. today, right now... My energy is exactly where it needs to be. Yes. And you know, I'm going to pull out what you said, investing in your energy. I love to play on words. Um, You do have a master's in business and we are going to talk about what it means to be a working woman. Um, But there's this bigger idea, like you said, in investing in yourself, investing in your energy. I love that. We're going to stay there with that today. Yes. Yes. Sure. Yeah. So, I I mean, I think a lot of times and kind of what we're talking about before we got started is, you know, if you are not in tune with yourself, if you're disassociating from who you are, you make investments that you're not necessarily paying attention to. You might not be Mm. cognizant to the investments that you're making. Right. So especially as women, as moms, as mothers, as however many titles we want to hold we can find ourselves pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring and then find that we have nothing left for ourselves. We haven't invested anything into our own energy. We haven't even taken the time to take a shower. (laughs) We haven't taken the time to, I mean, me, I was horrible. I was stand up and eat Mm. because I was always on go. And what it ended up doing was it diminished my digestive system. Like my stomach would be in shambles all, all the time because I was so used to like. It was overactive. You yes. know. Um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. So I think it's so important to Woo. pay attention to yourself, yeah. to your needs, and invest in what you need. You need to take a walk. You need to sit for five minutes before you start dealing with the world. Um, all of it is an investment honoring your space. And, and those investments change as you honor your space, right? Because yes. your space changes. Where you yes. are physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, it all transitions. So, mm. I didn't even start with the opening, you know. The opening question is like, let's just get comfortable. And I'm. this is why I was like, I need to have my tissues because um, Casey not only is a businesswoman, but I, I see you as a writer. I see you as a lover of words. And you really do have a gift mm-hmm. of um, talking, speech, thought, having like a higher seeing of something and i've always gone to you for very specific things 
which I do want to dive in more. But let's let's reel it back because I want to have a little bit of fun with you first. Is that okay? Let's do it. Let's okay. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I love to start with um, icebreaker questions. They're just a good way to get the guests comfortable. Um, it also gives the audience a little bit more insight to just who you are as a person, you know, besides the titles, the roles and everything else that's put on us. Um, so your first question is, mm, and I'm going to merge the two. So Miss Casey, Mrs. Casey is a Scorpio. My sister sign. We we got compatible signs. <laughs> so okay, let's do it. Yeah. If you only had maybe about ten minutes to grab some of your top items in your household that you can take with you, you can't grab anything else. Not your baby. We we gonna bring the baby, but just items. What would say your top okay. three? What are your top three? Top three, okay. So I need my phone because I'm all I I gotta have my phone. Yes. Um, my lip oil because I can't be crusty. Okay, right? <laughs> we can't um, be crusty. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot be crusty, and probably my wallet because girl, oh. I'm in the south. I can't be without my ID. Like I can't. I done got pulled over once one time too many for driving while black. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those those would be my top. Three. Um, I'm grabbing my wallet and I'm grabbing my lip gloss so I'm, I'm not crusty in the streets. I'm going. <laughs> so she's like, as long as I look good, I got a little money to spend. Right. Right? <laughs> I'm good. Don't I'm matter good. if the world is in Most apps just like that. <laughs> yes. And I'm laughing because my baby, um, shout out to Caleb. I love him so much. He's a Scorpio. And mm-hmm. I've noticed that yes, he is. really... Girl, he takes notice in his style and what he has. Like, it's a part of him. It's not just his clothes. Like, it is part of his personality. And I've learned to acknowledge his opinion on things. So I'm like, do you like this outfit? He'll t- tell me, like, oh, mommy, pick that color. No, that one's not that good. You look beautiful in this one. I'm like, okay, Caleb, thank you. And he has this song. Um, like, keep it together, please. Keep it together at all times. We are not falling apart. <laughs> Period. Period. I love Period. That's y'all. very Scorpio. You're never going to see me looking crazy. Like, not at all. No. Not no. Mm-mm. We're always going to have it. Well, I'm saying we. I birthed a Scorpio. But me as a water sign, I'll have a thousand mental breakdowns in a day. And y'all will not know. I'm coming out looking like a queen. Snot be running on the side. Like, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. I call it a quick cry. I will have a quick cry in a car in a second. Mm. Pull myself together. That's why I need my lip lip. I'm going to just dab my eyes real quick. Put your lip lip. I'm going to together and I'm You know, that's bad because my three things would be like, obviously my phone, my journal, and I'm trying to think, what would be my third thing? It's so bad. I'm like, can I grab a snack? I just need a snack for the road. We could go wherever. <laughs> you just got to feed me and tell me I'm beautiful. That's it. And let me write in my journal from time to time. Because I get... And rub my booty. And rub my booty. And rub my booty. (laughs) I need my journal because I be having tantrums. (laughs) See, I was thinking I'm going to just do my notes on my phone. Like, that's how I was thinking. I was like, I'm going to just do my notes on 
my phone because I don't have a moment and I need to think about like, do I really need to lash out or do I just need to kind of figure this yes. out? I'm going to just use my notes. No, my emotional self, I done wrote it in my journal and again in the notes on my phone because I needed to <laughs> further express myself. <laughs> it be so many feelings. It's like, I don't, think, I don't think I had enough. I don't think I had enough. I don't think I had enough with myself. <sighs> I really need to have this conversation. Just one more. One more. <laughs> All right, question number two. I feel like, I feel like, I do. Question number two. Um, and I was going to say you're on a date, but I can't even do that because you, you a whole wife now. You know, I need to respect the marriage. No, I'm not. So we don't go on dates. As your little okay. sister. <laughs> no, because it was going to be like a, a first date Whoa. type of thing. I know. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to switch it up though. Let's say you're out on a date and, and this has actually happened. Well, I was out with people. I wasn't on a date though. Um... You're out on a date and okay. the waiter accidentally spills food on you. What do you do? So me and my logistical compartmentalization in my mind would probably be trying to figure out like, is there napkins? Do I need club soda? Do yes. I just get up and let it all fall down? Um, and can I hide it? Like, mm. is it going to be a stain that I can, can I put something over it? Or do I need to leave? Like, is the event now over? Yeah. Yeah. I guess it depends on how dramatic it is. Like, if it's dramatic, I probably need to go just get myself together. I like Ugh, that. That's just messy. And if that happened to you, what did you do? So it didn't happen to me. It happened to the girl beside me. And oh. I was... I will say me as the nurturing mom cancer, I kind of was like, I hope you clean it up. And I'll also be ready to fight if you want to fight the, like, we could jump the waiter too. What will we doing? <laughs> see, I don't want to jump extra. the waiter because see, here's what I'm thinking. They're probably nervous and jittery and trying to serve people. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, this is terrible. And then I have secondhand embarrassment, right? So I'm embarrassed for the service. So I'm like, this is going to be a rough night for her because then all the other servers are going to be talking about her. Then oh I'm concerned, like, are they going to take this out of her pay? Like, it's just so much going It's so much. Mind. It's layers. That's layers. <laughs> I'm so thankful that has never happened to me, though. Oh I'm gosh. probably spilling on myself because I'm that awkward. You that would happen to me. I would have spilled, like, salsa or something white outfit. I think if it, ha if it had happened to me and I was on a date, I honestly would probably just freeze. That's usually my initial response. Um, and I'm very much like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. I'll get up, I'll go to the bathroom, and I'll cry. Y'all know I'm gonna cry. First of all, I'm not, I'm the youngest in the group, queens. I'm the youngest in the group. It's a four, it's four of us, and I am the baby. I am and the kid sister. And she's gonna cry. I'm gonna be okay afterwards. And we know she's gonna cry. You know I'm gonna cry. But we just gotta let her, we let her have it. And then we'd be like, okay, she'll be back. And she comes back. She I comes always back. come back. I give her that. She comes yeah. back. She comes together and she comes back. And then if you say, you know, we could order another dish. I love you for life. That's it. Let me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I need a nap. We good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I will share one story and I will get into the conversation. Um, we were in the group oh, chat. Cool. This is even prior to you 
being proposed to. And we were talking about what kind of weddings do we want? And I was like, I want a princess wedding. And y'all was like, of course you do. <laughs> I still want my princess wedding. Of course. Of course you guys. <laughs> Very on brand. Yeah. <laughs> I just see like horses and quartets and like a big gown and it'll still be stylish. I love that. Yeah. All the drama. All the drama. I love that. Yes. I love it. I love it. See? Yes. So we're going to get into today's discussion. Please, Queen, tell the audience who are you? Where are you from? Oh, that's a loaded question. So I'll give you the the obvious. Who am I? Um, So it's interesting that you say that, you know, which name to call me by. I I guess it depends on what I'm doing, right? Mm -hmm. Because titles are so coveted in certain ways, right? Yeah. And so um, for me, especially since I didn't earn my master's, I feel like that's me and my legacy, right? Speak it, so You worked for that. King. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, yes, I am married. So my last, my legal last name is Kearns. But I've learned, especially throughout this process, that it's used interchangeably, mm. right? And it just kind of depends on who knows me, right? where they know me from um but so that's me so that's me so i um am a mother of a beautiful spirited two and a half year old uh leo love child who yes. is very much like caleb like i have to get her stamp of approval when i get her dressed in the morning as yes. to like this is outfit is this girl two and a half is this is this okay is this feeling today no money yeah no money i don't like it you know so, i uh yeah so i'm a mother right <laughs> I am a wife, I'm a business owner, I am a student at life. Uh, mm. To your point, I'm a lover of words. Um, I am an author. I do have a book dropping, hopefully, this. I'll just say this summer because yes. I don't want to get married to a date. You know how publishing goes. Shameless um, plugs. I love it. I, thank you. I, I like to call myself multifaceted and I'll leave it there. Yes, yes. I must say, um, I love to watch your interactions with your daughter. Um, she is in ballet and you had a passion <laughs> that was like, you know, she was just so excited. And I was like, this is why we fought so hard. That is why we work so hard as women to give our children those experiences that we we still crave as women i i'm always looking for the little girl inside of me so you are doing an amazing job with that baby i love to see her spirit she just knows who she is and she don't care if you don't like it or not i love that i love that um and so i have to say the same for you it's been such a blessing god i feel like supreme was just born Uh, Supreme just turned 14 girl and like Girl, every time you post him, I'm like, who young man is that? Because you like, me and Supreme, like, Supreme was like, baby, on, still on the nipple. Like, <laughs> I blinked, he's like 27. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's like, you know, everything that you do is to parent yourself, especially when you're unlearning these conditioned um, habits that you've picked up and some of these, you know, emotional trauma and baggage that you're dealing with. Yeah. And I have to be so 
I hate to say cognizant again, but I have to be so cognizant of how I respond to her. So right now she's in, I like to say terrific twos, right? She's I love that. We're not stage. terrible. And you know their favorite word. It's <laughs> you no. change the narrative. You got to change the narrative. Like, she ain't going to stress me out. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, their favorite word is no. Yes, right? very much so. And what we like to do as adults is tell them not to tell us no. Yes. But the problem I have with that is when we teach little girls, mm-hmm. um, and little boys too, but little girls specifically, that they don't have the right to say no. We Recording in progress. Dis- okay. No, we create good. a disassociation with themselves, with their body, with their spirit, with their person, yeah. because they don't know how to say no. Yes. Wow, Casey. Yeah, I'm, you know, and, and, and maybe <laughs> this is me. Maybe this is my childhood trauma, right? Maybe this, this, maybe this is my scarlet letter showing um, mm. But I think everything relates back to your ability to own and have governance of your own body. Absolutely. And so if you can't form the word no in your language and have that on commands, it opens you up as a yeah. person to so many disservices. So yes. I want to add. So I said, say, I, I want to add to that too. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I said I was going to add to that, too, because I think people need to understand that also means setting those healthy limits with yourself. I have learned in my own healing journey, um, because I was so, uh, what's the word? I'm trying to be with love now. Um, I was so sheltered growing up that uh, all I knew was no. So the minute that I did have freedom, everything was a yes to me. And I truly had to understand how to tell myself, no, no, that's not good mm. for you. No, those people don't really love you. No, you don't mm. need to be staying out that late. No, he doesn't really love you. Like it was, it was a lot. So I, I, I overstand on um, changing the narrative and, and empowering our children so that they too can have a better, just better life. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah. 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 I'm like, do we go into trauma or do we talk about your brand? Because our trauma, our journey does lead us to our brand and our passions. So first, tell me what is your brand and how it's really, that was one of your babies that you first birthed. And I'm playing with words. So, go. That was my baby because I remember mm. being up like, oh, what do I name it? Like, what do I call it? Like, how do I, how do I position this? Yes. Um, you know, how do I market it? How do I talk about it? How do I introduce it? Um, so it was, that was the first project that I, that I birthed. But so uh, my brand is multifaceted, just like me. I am a, a huge proponent of you are your brand. And I yes. feel like we govern our brands as our personal lives, as our professional lives, as our business, however it is, like you yes. are a walking brand. So the epitome of who you are at your essence, um, you know, flows through. It flows through the way you have your hair, the way you have your nails, yes. the way you, you know, the way you look, the way you feel about yourself, the way you keep yourself together. So um, yeah, my brand has transitioned. I went from... I'm a retired hoochie. I, you know, I, I have no problem saying it. I'm a, I am a hoochie. 
she i'm being honest i'm just being honest i went from um mm-hmm. having a very free and spirited uh life that i speak you know very freely about it's no yes. secrets no shame in my game yeah um into a very mature mom role mom wife role that definitely um has you know just just been part of my transition but it's always been about business right yeah what does that stand for what does that mean advocacy for women um discovering and understanding sisterhood also healing um, which is is super, super important for me because I think that we don't spend enough time uh, discussing what healing looks like and what the caveats to healing uh, is in our community. I absolutely agree. And then, of course, financial literacy. Yes. Which is important. I think they all kind of tie into together. The way you take care of yourself, the way you manage your finances, the way you govern your brand, all and all, all, all are encompassed under this one umbrella. So yes. That, that would be my 30-second elevator pitch right there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And and each of those are parts of our lives as a community of Black women that we have to pay attention to, especially with this. Absolutely. I feel like there's this war against the sexes about what your role is, what you should have, what you should be doing. And none of it talks about feeding your spirit. None of it encourages good wellness or financial literacy. That's a big one for me right now. Um, you know, my mother, I always joke about this. Like my mom has a flip phone and no bank account in 2023. And it scares me at times because it really does kind of fall on me to be the one to carry on our legacy. And so I've got to know, I've got to know, I've got to know much, much more. And I don't want to put that stress on my children. They truly just deserve to, um, live in their purpose without stressing over bills or you know without stressing about why do i have these chronic illnesses or not knowing how to properly take care of themselves or not knowing how to say no yeah Yeah, that there was just so much in that like the paradigm shift in your relationship between you and your mother um, the parenting that you then do to your parent yeah. and the kind of generational squeeze between the parent, yourself, and then parenting. Ooh, the um, patience. So they're, they're, you, Triple P's, baby. Girl. The patience. Girl. Yeah. Girl. And the patience. Listen, <laughs> that patience is something else. Mm. And if you pray for patience and the tests that come with those patients, God help us. I but agree. yes, yes. I agree. Okay. That's mm. a lot. Yes. What is something you feel like you recently learned about yourself? Oh. I have learned how healed I am mm. in light of <laughs> in light of recent experiences. Um, yeah, I, I too, as we were discussing earlier, have struggled with what's an appropriate response, right? Mm. So for the longest, I felt like no response was a good response. response. And it was a green. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, no response is a response to a degree. But in that, I feel like I lost my voice mm. and I was unable to say what needed to be said not to, you know, prove my point or to be right, but to provide myself peace. Wow. Um, so yeah. I'm just going I'm just going to pick up that. my tea. <laughs> so what I mm. what I've learned recently is 
you know, you respond to things, people, energy, restrictions, situations differently based on where you are in your healing journey. Yes, you do. And so you learn what requires the response. You learn what requires your energy and you learn what requires you standing up for yourself. I've had a huge problem with being able to stand up for myself. And it goes along with, I think, being able to set boundaries, say no, um, not feeling like I had, you know, the volition over my own body at times. So mm-hmm. I think there's a lot that kind of comes in with that. But that's a whole other conversation. But that's a great question. I love great. that. I love that. There's so many things that were coming to mind for me because... One, I do feel as though you have this gift and I come to you for very specific things because sometimes I just can't find the words to describe and express what I'm feeling and you just get it and you put it in a way that doesn't come off emotional for me. You know, sometimes when I'm very in my feelings, it I've been told I come off very forward and it's a little petty. It's a little harsh and I'm learning to, like you said, have some um, control with myself, recognizing what does deserve my attention. Um, I am a big mm-hmm. one of, I ain't going to mention, you know, I ain't going to say nothing to them. And then it'd be eating you up inside. Why? Why? Girl, girl, I, I was literally having a conversation with a, a friend, the, yes, what day is Monday, mm-hmm. Monday, having the same conversation about keeping keeping other people's secrets. Because that's essentially what you do, right? Is you yes. keep them out of secrets. Yes. You protect them. Um, you protect their feelings. You protect the way they feel. You protect them in essence of being free. Yes. And it does. It eats you up. If you won't... And I'm not saying you always have to, like you were saying, be petty or tell them about themselves. But a simple... I don't agree with that. That doesn't work for me. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't work for me. It's my favorite thing, honey. That doesn't work for me. That's not within my scope at the moment. Whatever <laughs> needs to be said yes. needs to be said yes. to a degree. I'm going to use those. Like, let me write that down. Um, mm, mm. We're going to call them conversation pivots because it could really go left. If you don't have that ability to, to kind of do a quick assessment of yourself, I'm always good for a check-in. Like, if I'm feeling hot, if I'm feeling nervous, my thoughts are racing, I'm rushing to respond before the person has even finished theirs, I already know this is not going to be healthy for me. And that's not to be like in conflict. I want the audience to understand it's not, it doesn't always mean in conflict. Sometimes some of my most heated conversations are out of passion. And I've had to take a step back and be yes. like, whoa, just because I feel a certain way doesn't mean that that person also feels that way. And um, right. I don't know why un- unrequited love, love comes to mind for me. But mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I've had okay. to put some, yeah. some limits on myself. <laughs> Listen. Because, baby, if we don't, um, unrequited love for me has stemmed from sentiments of rejection mm. and a certain desire to overcompensate for that rejection, right? Like, now I have to go above and beyond. I have to do more. I have to love more. I have to show up harder. I have to go harder than the next chick. Like, I yes. have to do more. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. To earn this love that's not for me. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the ego death. 
It's an ego <laughs> death. Um, because, and I had to, I, I've, I've spoken about this with clients and even in my own healing, that a lot of the times the things that we consider like heartbreaking is really just a hit towards right. our ego. It's a devastation because... Right. There's a lesson to be learned in it. And so, yeah, I didn't, I'm not matching energy anymore. I don't need to like one up the next female because if you're truly focused on yourself, you will take the time to just do that. Yeah. And that's so powerful because I remember spending a lot of time in my she-go. I can't even call it my ego because it was all Mm. like drawn and womanly. She-go. She-go. And it it equates to competition with other women. You find yourself competing with women instead of honoring like this woman, this queen has, she exhibits a lot of the characteristics and traits that I would want. I want to follow. I want to, you know, encompass. I want to have these things. We compete with her. Yes. We compete with her. Yes. Yes, I love that you said Shigo. I feel like Shigo, Shigo is a character. Um, and I'm a big fan of She-Hulk. That's my other side when I get like... That's your other side, okay. Uh, uh, just want to smash shit. But yes, it really <laughs> is that we we are hurting and harming our, our sisters out of our, our ego. <laughs> In so many levels, whether <laughs> it's talking about what they did or what they didn't do, judging the way they parent their children, talking about them sleeping around, even down to our feminine hygiene. It's ugliness. Yes. Yes. Very much so. But all, all of it is rooted in self-care, just, just as we were discussing earlier. The yes. more you care about yourself, the more you quarantine yourself, the less you have the tendency to operate in this low-level, these low-vibrational yes. activities. Yeah. You don't need that. And that into your hygiene it ties into the way that you care about yourself it ties into who you allow to enter your space mentally physically who comes inside your body all of these things are they all root back to how you feel about yourself yes period yes what would you um what would you say to encourage a woman who might be starting her healing journey and doesn't really feel the best about herself and might feel shamed for some of the choices that she has made in her past. So the first thing that I would say is that uh, no one healing journey looks like the other. And I think that's important for us to understand because we live in this, you know, social media age where everybody thinks this is how it looks like. I have to constantly remind people, nobody is posting their failures. And even when they post their failures, they're posting the victory at the end of it. Nobody is saying, I really Mm -hmm. took an L here and this really hurts. So I think it's one, sit with that. Um, and then it's two, forgive yourself. Yes. Forgive yourself. I had to learn to give myself grace and heal as well because, you know, whatever you've experienced, whatever harm that you've done, you know, whatever happens, you have to take the time and say, that's who I was. It has made me who I am. It has contributed a lot of uh, factors into who I've become, but that's not the end result for me. Right, um, right. And then I think it's really the time to discern, you know, where does this hurt come from? Is this hurt from my actual experience or is this a mother wound that I'm carrying Mm. from my mother and her mother and their mother? Like, it's really understanding where this is coming from so that you can properly heal. And is it coming from an internal perspective? Like, are you eating well? Are you taking care of yourself? Are Are you you drinking water? Like, what, 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 
happening. Yeah. Are you sure? Are you drinking water and minding your business? Like that's the bare minimum, mm-hmm. but it really changes yes. everything. Um, so I, I would say to that is to really, I, I would say to take a look inside yourself. I think everything has to do with self. You return to self whenever mm-hmm. you're looking for outside validation, whenever you're looking for um, someone to tell you, you know, this is how it should be. Like it's a return to self. It's, it's taking inventory of who you are, who you were and who you want to be. Mm-hmm. And then kind of putting the steps together. What does it take for me to get away from who I was? You know, what steps am I in, in in this path right now for me to be who I am? And what does yes. it take for me to get over here to who I want to become? So I think it's always self-assessing, always being honest with yourself, but not beating yourself up either. Like, I, I messed up. I messed up yesterday. You know, I went back into that. I went back into my old self. I said some things I shouldn't have. Yeah. Sit with it. Yeah. Let it go. I don't know why Glorilla came Let up for me. <laughs> Tomorrow, too, because she, you know... <laughs> It's it's a thing. Word. It's a Listen, thing now. And that's why I get real nice. Like, check with me and get some sleep because you know it's up tomorrow. It's up tomorrow. You know, sometimes you just gotta. Yeah. I was thinking of some other lines. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we still ratchet. You, you know, you know. <laughs> yes, yes. And I, I want to, like, I want to emphasize that because. Queens, in your healing journey, it doesn't mean completely lose who you are. If you love to dance, if you are sensual, you know, be you, but do it and have purpose in it. Because I love who I'm growing into. I'm, I feel good in my body. I feel strong. And I no longer have to like look for a male's validation to let me know that I'm, I'm pretty or that I'm beautiful. Like I just know that I am because I also put in the time I've invested in myself yeah one 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 on the clock I love that oh I love that trying my best to do more advocacy for us as black women I had recently talked about how depression itself looks super different for us when I go to do mental health screenings for black women they, it's almost like they don't want to share the part where we're having hard days and we're crying. We're having hard days and we're isolating. Um, and I have to really ask, kind of not play tricks on them, but us as Black women, we've got to take a step back to say, I need, I need some help. I'm not feeling good today. So how do you prioritize your mental health? So first, I want to start by uh, saying or kind of sticking a pin in what you said about Black women and mental health. Mm-hmm. Again, what we were kind of saying earlier, you know, we need to give ourselves grace because yes. we take mental health or um, taking the time of creating space for mental health as failure. Yes. We often see, you know, depression or anxiety or insomnia or whatever it is as failure. I'm failing. I'm not doing well. And I'll be the first one to tell you, I have high-functioning anxiety and high-functioning depression. But my depression looks very different from other people. I am more than likely going to be smiling, asking how you doing, what's going on with you, blah, 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 blah. Um, And then I'm in my car in shambles. (laughs) Or in my shower crying. Or, um... You know, anxiety will get me in such that I feel like I have to get everything done. I have to have, uh, you know, my task list completed. It has to be completed, you know, with perfection. There that was me. I can't have an off moment. Yeah, it'll so, have you in a chokehold. Um, girl, I mean, it's, it's, it's 
a lot of the things that we're talking about is having these titles, it's earning these coveted spaces, it's walking in these uh, spaces that we haven't occupied prior. It's, it's us wanting to birth generational curses, us wanting to be great parents, right. us wanting to heal ourselves and make sure our children don't have the life that we live. Like, we want to do so many things. And we think that we have it has to start with us and end with us. Right. We have to be the ones to initiate it. We have to be the ones to see it all the way through instead of thinking that we have to plant the seeds and kind of make sure that it gets to where it needs to be. Mm. Um, so for me, prioritizing mental health is setting my boundaries, being firm in that. Um, no is an absolute complete sentence. And like I told you before, Period. that doesn't work for me. It's my favorite. That's, I that's love not that. going to work for me. That's my favorite. <laughs> Um, but also being mindful about what I need and, you know, what I need looks different. Like I wake up early. That's my thing. I wake up at, you know, between five, five, 36. Um, mm. I might need to get on the telephone. Bless you. Bless you. I'm still, I'm okay. still working on them areas. Seven, seven thirty. No, I'm kidding. I have to be up by six thirty. I, I, I do my best. <laughs> what do you mean you do your best? You're trying to get up. I like get to, up. um. My mama said I'm lazy, but I'm not. I swear. I love to. <laughs> I set my alarm for 6.30. Supreme doesn't come okay. downstairs until 7, 7 a.m. So I have about 15 minutes to lay. You know, because I want the extra 15 minutes <laughs> to look like I've been doing stuff before he get up. <laughs> I had an extra 15 minutes to lay. <laughs> we work it harder, not, I mean, we work it smarter, not harder. Because most times I've already set everything the night before. So I really just want to lay there. I love to hear the birds chirping. I love to, you know, say my prayers. I'll read something on my Bible app real quick and then I'll get up. Because before, Casey, I would get up, I would rush. I'm pulling the kids out the bed, I'm right. fighting traffic. Yeah. You know, I, I, like you said, I've had to give myself grace because I also have high functioning anxiety. I wake up with so many thoughts. It got to a point where I would wake up feeling nauseous and I would be Mm -hmm. gagging and I was just frozen in fear. I didn't know what was going on with me. And that led me to feel very depressed because I felt like I was failing. Like, girl, you just got your degree. You, well, I was, I was in a relationship. My kids were, you know, healthy. I thought life was golden. And then I was burnt out. I was hiding my tears, all this stuff. Me, the therapist, I I recently had a, a client ask me, do I take medication for my anxiety? And I wanted to almost cry. You know me, wanted to cry. Um... But I, t- I thanked her first for asking because it was so sincere. It wasn't like she was trying to judge me or anything. And I said, yes, I do take medication. I'm on several medications and it helps me to be um, my best self, both for my health and my mental health. So yes, I do take medication for anxiety and I also have to take medication for my Crohn's and I'm okay with that. I I feel like it's my little booster. It gets me over that hump but at one point I was really struggling struggling I can relate I can relate I was in that same space that getting up as soon as my feet hit the ground I'm running from here there there trying to get the baby ready and and do this and do that and be be here and be everything for everyone and not leaving any space for myself yes I get it and it does come off as angry it does come off as I can't sleep at night or let me have all these little snack cravings, you know, and yeah. just so many yeah. things that for us as black women, um, 
it, it is showing up differently. A lot of times it doesn't even look like mental health. You go to the doctor thinking that you've got really bad periods and it's all this other stuff and your body is just leaking, you know, letting you know like, hey, queen, you got to slow down. Yeah. That is so true. But again, it's that disassociation when you're not mm. connected with yourself. You're not making the connection that I'm so stressed out. I'm not eating properly. I'm not drinking water. I'm not sleeping. And wow, I'm having these huge clumps come out of my vagina every month. Like I'm in pain. My body is telling me that I'm in pain. Um, you know, you're not supposed to feel this way. Your womb should not feel so heavy. But when you're mm. not connected with your body, with yourself, you don't know these things. So mm. yeah. You know, my womb didn't feel heavy. My womb was kind of like, do, 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 do. she was always dancing and moving. And I was like, all right, girl, I had a little hot box. I'm not ashamed. You know, I, that's, I be telling y'all, this is why I do yoga for me. I don't do yoga for y'all because I feel so much. And sometimes I can be so energetically like connected to something or someone that my womb will be like, go to that. Oh, he wants you, chick. Oh, you're going to eat this food today. You know, like it was so much. I, I had to really take a step back and ground myself, do some root chakra healing, learn about healthy yeah. foods, you know, learn yeah. about drinking more water. We always joke like that's the bare minimum, but water, fruits and anything from the land, we have an abundance of it and we're not gravitating to that. So this this instant gratification for me it was I was being womb led for instant gratification mm. in so many ways that I had to really like fall apart to realize girl mm -mm, clean it up that's that's paramount that is paramount because I don't mm. believe that we understand how much our leads us in our everyday actions like mm -hmm. if your thought process is blocked and you have cloudy thoughts nine times out of ten your root chakra is blocked you, you don't have enough freedom there yes. so yes all that yoga all these you know hip releases all this i was working on my mental splits for the longest and mm. a lot of that was to relieve tension in my hips yes trauma in my hips yes and i don't we don't i don't think we necessarily make the connection like everybody thinks that you know popping your butt, you're doing splits, you're doing all that because it's sexy, but the reality of the situation is yes. everything that I'm carrying within me needs to be nurtured. It needs to be stretched. It needs to be healed. It needs to be warmed. Mm. Um, and for me to do that, I'm moving my body. So how do you take that? That's on you. That's on you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was, I was meeting with another, um, yoga instructor and she said the same thing she's like i'm not i'm not doing this for attention yeah i wear the outfits and yes you know you can see my movement but i'm truly doing it to release to educate to advocate um and to just instill better for us as women so if you want to be on the pole as a stripper which i love i think it's super empowering because you're stepping into spaces where all eyes are on you do that, queen, and know why you're doing it and have your purpose. Amen. I don't know why pole dancing Amen. came to mind. I, I, I want to do a pole say, dancing class. <laughs> oh, I've done it. it it's yeah. absolutely amazing. One of my homegirls did it for her birthday a couple years ago. It's, it's, it's a workout. Mm -hmm. Girl, it's sexy, but she'll wake up in the morning, your ribs will be hurting. Like, it, it's a workout, I'm trying to tell you. I'm so sick of my um, core. But I'm going to go back to what she said. 
about yoga and about being seen because I think that too is trauma in black women like mm. we don't we don't necessarily want to be seen like we're 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 always being told that the attention is on us or when we're demanding attention or commanding attention even if it's not intentional that it's wrong there's something wrong with it there's nothing wrong with it yeah if you want to show your body if you want to wear a skimpy outfit if you don't if you want to be you know modest and you want to be covered that's fine but there's nothing wrong with commanding sexual energy there's nothing wrong with exuding sexual energy and there's nothing wrong with leveraging sexual energy at all Mm. So that's, that's my Period. For Period. For the girls, for the <laughs> queens. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, I, I, I'm so grateful that we were able to do this and to have a conversation because you have been in my heart for such a long time. But I also know that things are supposed to happen when it's supposed to. Um, I don't know yeah. what the conversation might have looked like a year ago. Or even two years ago. So I'm so glad that we did it today. <laughs> um, you have really fed you really fed my spirit. And I do. I think that you have been um, one of those good people in my life. You're always looking out for me. And you have guided me throughout my own journey as a woman. So I'm always so happy to see you. Thank you so much. You are such a blessing. You are Thank such you. a blessing. I have to say that. Because a lot of times, I don't think you realize that even when you reach out to me, it's always a godsend because mm. I, I might not necessarily be in the best space. So even when you reach out to me, you're asking me for something or you're looking for guidance. Um, just having that connection with you and your spirit and your energy and being able to be free with you is yeah. such a blessing. Yeah. So I have to thank you for that. I have to thank you for your sistership over the Decades. Decades. Yeah. Yes. So thank you for that. Yes. And it's been a blessing to watch you grow and watch your mm-hmm. transitions and your trans- transformations. Um, God, you were like 18 when I met you. <laughs> yes. Literally. What a baby. <laughs> I was. <laughs> With a baby. <laughs> I just knew I was the shit back then, okay? I was like, girl, come over here with that baby. Cut it out. <laughs> And I was over there like, can nobody help me and my baby? Like, I don't think the queens know. I was not that young, you know, teenage mom that just didn't really know what she was doing. I knew too much and I would never accept the help. I had so much pride and it was a lot of shame that I carried because I am, you know, a a church kid. And I had all these expectations Mm -hmm. and I didn't know who Mm -hmm. I was. I did not invest in myself during that time. And I wasn't supposed to be. I was 18. That's the other part of my story that I love to say to people. I was 18. It's okay. You know, we we a grown woman now. (laughs) But even as a grown woman, I want you to know that it's okay to not have it all Mm. together. Yeah. It is okay. Mm Mm-hmm. That is something I constantly need to hear and remind myself. Because... You know, the queens don't know, but Casey knows, you know, what I truly desire and the things that I pray for. Mm. So you're right. It's okay. (laughs) Every interview I get to crying. I can't stand (laughs) y'all. Oh, we love you. Yes. I love everyone so much. Thank you so much. I can't tell you enough how proud of you I am, how you fought so many battles. Um, 
I want to say silently because initially they were silent. A lot mm. of your battles were silent. A lot of your battles were, you know, going up against structures and, um, you know, sentiments that you wouldn't necessarily want to take on. And you did that. And you yeah. did that with bravery. You did that with passion. And I love your fiery passion. You did it with passion. Thank um, you. And it has... Oh, no, thank you. It, I mean, because it was beautiful to watch. It's, it's absolutely beautiful to watch these things unfold and to watch the maturation mm. um, from who you were to who you are. I think it's it's amazing. And so when you're praying and in your heart's desires, I hope that you are also thankful for how mm. far you've been able to bring yourself from where you were. Yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Because sometimes we can be our biggest critic, our worst critic. Um, and although I don't do some of that negative self-talk, I still get stuck in these self-imposed timelines and yep. I've got to let it go in some ways. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Before we end, please tell the Queens, how can they connect with you? Um, I will share more of just your brand in the beginning of this discussion because I know I had so I had all these questions lined out we were going to talk about the business and that and I knew that it wasn't even going to go that way (laughs) so please tell the queen how can they find you how can they connect with you and how can you be of service to our community oh absolutely um so I want to say all of my handles are the same it's two underscores crown with a k me king two underscores um, and that's on Instagram, Twitter, all of it is pretty much the same. But yeah. so um, what I specialize in. So, again, I am an author. That is probably my, my passion and my specialty. Yeah. Um, but but it, how that translates into business is, um, oh, shameless plug, excuse me. I mentioned my book earlier, but I didn't say it. So it's called Can You Keep a Secret? Ooh. It's about freeing yourself from uh, the secrets that you've kept. Yeah. Um, mine, mine especially was, was childhood trauma, um, molestation, sexual assault, all those fun things that we don't necessarily like to have conversations mm. about. It's mm-hmm. having those conversations and just kind of being transparent. Um, so that. Um, but then from a business perspective, it's grant writing, grant proposals, um, business registration. It is understanding business credit and also personal credit. I don't know that we know enough in our community to make the delineation between the two mm. and understand that um, if you've had bad credit, so to speak, you don't have to be married to that. Um, mm. and, and there's no quick fix to credit. I want to say that because I think a lot of times people think I'm going to pay X amount of dollars and then my credit is going to be fixed. It's an investment just like everything else. Right. Um, so credit, understanding your credit, knowing how to impact and influence your credit and knowing how to leverage it. Um, and then the same thing goes with business is registering your business, understanding your credit, what, uh, how can your business credit impact you personally and vice versa. Um, so those are the areas that I specialize in mostly. Um, also logistics. <laughs> I have a, a dispatch company, um, investment in a couple of trucking companies. Yes. Um, what else? I just want to <laughs> say boss queen because we, we, we see <laughs> trucking companies being ran and handled and managed by men. <laughs> but but it's more there are more women yeah. than uh you would actually know. Wow. There's a lot of women in logistics. 
I am so thankful to see so many more Black women stepping into this space um, and learning how to advocate for themselves. Listen, I, I mean, you, you're paying attention to what's going on in the economy. We're seeing that we're going. Now, I don't want to take up too much of your time because I, I can really get to going. Um, <laughs> no, you're seeing good. that we're going going into a cashless economy, right? We're moving away from a lot of the things that we've known. So I think it's important for us to take heed of that, not to be afraid of it, but to be prepared to transition. And so I still have that to say, it looks like we need multiple streams of income. It looks like if you need to start your own business, you need to figure out what you need to do. It looks like you may not be able to purchase the truck today, but perhaps you can start a dispatching company and dispatch horse and truckers. Like there are so many different options, and I think that we need to position ourselves properly so that when things happen, yeah, um, we're not scrambling. Wow, we're not scrambling trying to figure it out. Cashless. So, so yeah, cashless. Wow, my mama gonna be lost. Girl, you, you, I, I'm telling you, if she doesn't want a, a bank account, I would strongly urge her to get into at least um, some form of electronic payment because yes. I'm telling you, which um, means I would be, would be, I would be the authorized user managing the accounts. Yes, you gotta be, <laughs> you gotta be. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I I absolutely loved everything that we discussed today, from investing in yourself and what that can look like on so many scales and also understanding what we need. How can we uh, feed our emotional body? And what I say, what it takes to truly like step into queendom or queenship. So Casey, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I don't think it is no coincidence that your surname, your maiden name is King. Because you as a boss, you're a boss in, in so many ways. And um, mm, yes, 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 yes. So we've got, we've got your social media handles. I will also put it in the description box. Um, I will also tag you. your website. There are so many beautiful things on the site. Not only does she talk about um, financial literacy, but you have a blog where you write and you do show a level of openness and vulnerability. And so Queens, if you are just looking for another way to step into your world of healing through financial literacy, please do not hesitate to reach out to Miss Casey Kern. Um, (laughs) The queen in me recognizes the queen in you. Oh, the queen in me salutes the queen Mm. in you. I appreciate you. Uh, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you for letting me be open. And thank you for giving me a safe space to mm-hmm. be vulnerable. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. Well, until then, uh, Queens, you know where to find me. And that is a wrap. We're done. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Hedy Bunny. I appreciate it. Yeah.